He bowls the same as what I do. actually just now Pete is he I thought in I, I was listening to your last pod mm-hmm. intently with Shaky mm-hmm. and um I thought he was talking about going to Equatorial Guinea which is you know lovely at this time of year <laughs> yeah anywhere's better than 50 miles off the North Sea yeah. um no he's I think just now he's going to be doing it in the North Sea and then is oh God, what did he call it he had a name for it a six-week trip I think it's a long hitch that's when he has to go to uh, Africa, yeah, Equatorial Guinea. But yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Pierre, it's just the two of us, mate. So welcome to episode 25 of Halfway Up Middle. Um, pleasure to have you on the show, mate. It's great to be back. It's great to be back, Liam, you know. Um, it's a lot to catch up on, a lot to catch up on. Absolutely. Um, in, in, in all aspects of life, I think. So, yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's good to be joining you. It's a shame we've not got Hoggy, but, you know... Oh, wonder... this is the North Seas game. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I wonder um, what will happen right now to folk listening to this pod, whether they just switch off immediately or actually go, I actually might listen to a bit more today, uh, the fact that Parker's not here. Um, well, but I mean, you have had a busy time, Pete, haven't you? Have you got well, Have you got the ring on the finger? Is busy, it yeah, I've been busy. Been busy, I mean, had a really uh, a busy ring on the finger, yeah. I mean, that weekend was a fantastic weekend, Um getting married a few weeks ago. The highlight, of course, was on the Sunday when Scotland beat Bangladesh. But, mm. you know, don't tell the wife that. It was, no, it was, uh, it was a fabulous, fabulous weekend. Um, fabulous time. Um, and about time too, I suppose, you know, to go and get married. So, yeah, yeah. And, and you, you, you yourself could join as well, Liam. Yeah, exactly, mate. Uh, you called it, mate. You called it. You said that at Scotland they beat Bangladesh and they were 10 to 3 at the bookies. Um, did you back them? Did you put some money there? I was going to. I was I, I, but I didn't. I can't I can't say I did. It was a busy weekend. So I know I said to you at the wedding, I said, I think I'll beat them tomorrow. It's 10 to 3. I think they'll beat them. Um, I didn't think that when I was rushing around on Sunday trying to get off of my honeymoon. Um, when 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 they were what 54 for six or whatever it was, I thought, oh fuck, here we go again. Um, but geez, what a what a performance! And I know you've covered that, but absolutely outstanding. And uh, yeah, just I think I think yeah, exactly. You know, it, it doesn't. It, but it didn't surprise me. It didn't surprise me. The talents there. There's no doubt the talents there. And um, and a side like Bangladesh, when they're away from their home home turf, are very much beatable. Very beatable. But not not crap. They're not crap either. Nobody's crap these days. You know, they're not. They're not, mate. They're very much aren't. Um, and then the following week, mate, we were we were wedding again. Uh, one of our good mutual friends' weddings on the banks of the Tay. Yeah. And uh, you were speaking again. Shock. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously I was MC at that one. Um, it was much better. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. My own wedding was fantastic, but uh, but going to somebody else's wedding a lot less pressure, a lot more fun, a lot more. I felt like I could uh, could drink a lot more steadily at that. Um, so no, it was good. It was it was. Uh, another great occasion and I got to the next day meet your little one as well which was a real highlight as well Liam you did mate I had so no yeah and he was behaved he was well behaved for you mate very well behaved far more well behaved than my wife who was so incredibly hungover um the next day that um it wasn't the uh the the how many months old that was vomiting in the car park it was indeed my wife my my, my other half but yeah no no uh hopefully we can cut that bit out but uh she doesn't listen. she doesn't listen. yeah she won't listen mate don't worry about it um so what else what else you've been doing apart from getting married mate um obviously off season from the cricket you've been seeing any 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 sport you've been out watching any sport mate i know, I know you like to um handle a lot of things no i mean not probably getting married so i mean the uh i, I haven't been to any live sport i'm going to um start i'm going to rugby on sunday mm-hmm. um and i've got a season ticket for that so i'm looking forward to that i'm not i must admit i've had i've had my high, high uh, sort of viewpoints on rugby sort of you know been sort of into it and then out of it but i'm very much into it i think scotland got a fantastic team at the moment so that's great um 
I've been trying to avoid watching my football team too much on the television because they've been absolutely appalling. Um, I love my NFL, so I've been watching a lot of that as well. Um, but not like you, Liam, because I know you love to go 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 around to the uh, lower leagues of Scottish football and uh, and eat pies and drink bovril. You've been sending <laughs> me a few pictures from those places, you know. Oh, mate, yeah. Was it uh, what was it the weekend? Cove versus Queens Park, a three-all thriller. Uh, red cards, own goals. Good, good match. Well worth the fourteen pound admission fee if you're up there. I recommend you go along. I, 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 if, if I was anywhere near Cove Rangers, I would. I've been to see it Queens Park at home at Hamden before they moved out of Hamden. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing! What a what a, what a, what a, what a bizarre thing that is. And half it a well, completely empty Hamden Park. Yeah. And Who were they playing that day, mate? They were playing cow and beef. Cow and beef. Oh, crop of Scottish. And do you know who was at, somebody was up front for cow and beef? Or Queen's Park, I forget who it was, who played for Scotland. It was somebody, you during that horrible era, the Bertie Books era. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It, it wasn't during that era. It was like two years ago, three years ago. Oh, he was about 40 that. and he was, oh, it was, I don't know, Kevin Kyle or somebody like that might Yeah, be. someone like that, yeah. yeah, yeah Scott yeah. Doby or something, maybe. Um, okay, don't, mate. Right, on to things cricket. What have yeah. you made of the World Cup so far, bud? Have you watched plenty? What's your overall kind of opinion of it as a tournament in a whole? Yeah, do you know what I've watched? I've watched a wee bit of it. I certainly, I mean, I certainly watched quite a bit of the um, first round. Um, m- more so because I was just off. I was off work. I was, I was, this sounds really sad. I was on my mini my mini moon, um, but I managed to sneak in the uh, sort of odd hour here and there, um, which was great. So, um, so no, that 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 it's. I think it's been it's been a great tournament. I think. Um, you know, I, before we get into sort of talking, I suppose, about the performances and, and Scotland's performances, I think for me, I think, you know, given Dubai and the Emirates is really set up for, 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 for this sort of thing, you know, um, Oman as well. I think it's fantastic to see that facility in Oman um, developing, growing, looking really fa- fantastic. Um, I think the way, you know, obviously the production value is great. I know, you know, I know you mentioned it last time. Some of the commentary is absolutely peculiar at best. Um, it's it's like North Korea, isn't it? It's like North Korea. You've got you, you know <laughs> you, you, you've got these guys, and you've got these guys, and they cannot possibly say anything bad about the umpiring or about you know the, the faci- or, or about the conditions or anything yeah, like yeah. that. And it's just yeah. it's it's obscene. But also, it's the complete lack of education. Oh, these the, these guys have got these are former pros. A lot of them. Well, in fact, all of them are former pros. I mean, I watched it the other day, and Namibia were playing Afghanistan, and David Visa was batting against Rashid Khan, and they were going on about, oh well, Visa I've never seen this guy. You know, he never have a Visa obviously played for South Africa before. They both played for Sussex together. It's like if you if you got if you kind of got half in tune with cricket, you would know that. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. just like really, come on. Yeah, it, it's little wonder he's managing to get him away and not get out to him because yeah. because he probably faced him in the nets hundred times. Yeah. It's like come on. Yeah, um, that sort of stuff does my head in, and yeah. any borderline decision um, that, that that probably shouldn't have happened that they, they don't mention. And the reason is, oh, it's just horrible. How yeah. many times does something happen? You go, oh, can't wait to see that back. And I never replay it. I'm like, oh, exactly. come on. I want to know if that was out or not. Exactly. It's like Kim, yeah. John, Kim Jong-un in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the director's seat, you know, just like, don't show it. Don't show it. You know, like that. Cancel, cancel, next. Yeah. Show another advert. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been pretty, some of it is quite hairy. Yeah, yeah. I've been... Um, the, the, I know what got Hoggies back up was when they kept calling uh, Scotland the Saltiers. He's going to call them the Saltiers. I'm like, oh man, come on. Oh, no. You're better than that. That but, reminds me That reminds me of a time, a long time ago. I'll never forget this. We were playing for Aberdeen University. We got to the semi finals of like the university competition. We were playing in Brighton. And one of our lads, um, I don't want to name his name, just in case, I, he all, he, 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 <laughs> All he did the entire game was was go on like we we're playing Brighton University, really good, it was a glorious ground, boiling hot day, and we were stuck in the field. And all he did the entire time in the field was go on about how remind these boys that we play against saltires every week. And I was just like, oh. as if they, they give a sh- they give a shit that we play we played the odd game against guys who play for the Scottish team in the defunct Clyde Stale 
20 or 40 over competition or whatever it was. I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. All he did the whole time was like, what sort of chat is that? Yeah. It was the shit about salt tyres. Oh, yeah. anyway. Basically, remind these guys we play against Scotland players. Yeah. Now exactly. and then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> geez, but yes, the co- yeah, the commentary is diabolical, but the facilities are great. The pr- mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I even got, I'm quite finding that tune, that tune that they play in and out quite catchy, you know? <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I, I find myself singing it in my head, which is, I don't know, sad, sad, sad state of affairs. To be yeah, mate, that is. That's, you're watching too much cricket, mate. Here, I'll tell you, the, the, the crowd's kind of, when the, you know, when there's no one there, that, that's a little bit disheartening, isn't it, sometimes? Absolutely it is. And, but the, and, and this is the thing, I think, but I think when you're shoving, you know, Scotland playing, I don't know, Papua New Guinea in a Martin, right? If Scotland played football against Papua New Guinea and Amman, nobody would be there. Mm. Well, actually, you know, the Tartan Army probably would make half an effort. But you know, so so it's, it's in, in in some respects it's to be it's to be expected. It's not it's not the football World Cup at this stage yet. But I I, I think you know if you you know I I remember looking back years and years ago when they had a 19s World Cup in Bangladesh. It was the first time 2006 four uh, full pack out crowds for even the Scotland games. And and maybe you need to. Maybe uh, opening the markets up to you know opening it up to, to these places like Amman, you might get bigger crowds eventually um, yeah. further down the line. I can see the tournament going back there in in, in you know within ten years easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it, like you say, I think the size of the place kind of lends itself quite well to a tournament, doesn't it? It's not too yeah. far. And if there was enough, if we weren't in COVID and there was say you know a year leading, it'd be quite a tempting little trip to do with your mates. Go absolutely. And yeah, and you've got all the games all within about an hour's drive of each other. Yeah, you know these days you can have a few drinks there, no bother at all. It seems and uh, be a cracking state of affairs to be. Honest. And I suppose I just want to say, in in the grand scheme of things, globally, it's it's quite and like it's not it's not central as such, but it's a it's a location that a lot of countries aren't too far from. You know what I mean? You can make it in yeah six seven hour flights from most places that are involved. Absolutely, it's a it's an airport airline hub, isn't it? So yeah. you know, same. So so, I think that that makes it really appealing for the ICC. I know, obviously, there's a lot of qualifiers there and things like that. And you know, I think they, I think they can really put you know push that hard. I mean, you don't want to see every tournament, obviously, in in, mm. in in the Emirates, but but I think and the circumstances dictated this way. But I think you could genuinely host an out and out World Cup there. Um, that isn't like because this is meant to be India's World Cup, of course. And you'd see big crowds because people would really make an effort. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a 50 over tournament there, perhaps. We spoke, uh, I don't know if you listened, but you did listen to the pod, mate. Um, we spoke about our predictions going forward. Um, I said uh, fancied India, which looks unlikely. Uh, mm-hmm. Hogg pushed for um, England, he felt, who are going mm-hmm. good guns. And Shaky fancied shock, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, any, any, any kind of leanings to you just now i mean i think i'm gonna i always sit on the fence a little bit here england look look formidable it's very easy for me to make a prediction given that we are what you know coming close to the semi-finals here um i tell you what and i know we're going to go on to speaking about them new zealand aren't a bad side eh you know and i think they're always underestimated they've got Mm -hmm. a fantastic record in global competitions Mm -hmm. um and I know we'll talk about it. I think their seam bowling is very, very strong. They've obviously, Kane Williamson is, is a fabulous player, but they've also got destructive players. Glenn Phillips, I think, is a fabulous 2020 mm-hmm. player, mm-hmm. an unbelievable fielder. And then you've got the likes of Conway, you've got Guptill. Yeah. Um, so if, if, you know, to create a bit of diversity here, I, I'd probably uh, I'd probably say, well, why not, why not New Zealand? Why not New Zealand? And I know we'll talk about them in a bit. Um, yeah, I think I think they're pretty good. You know, I, I, their spin bowling's a bit. Mm, <laughs> you do a mark what? But there you go. <laughs> you not have an ish Saudi mate, no. I think he's a good player, leg spinner. You know, mm-hmm. good player. But uh, but we took his pieces, didn't we? Yeah, we'll get we'll get around to New Zealand. But yeah, there's a link yeah. there. Actually, there'll be a common link from when about when about you played up in Aberdeen. Uh, but we'll we'll get there, mate. Mm-hmm. So rewind to probably. The most disappointing result of the tournament so far for us. So, mm-hmm. game against Namibia, everyone going in from the pod predicted the win. 
scoring 165 and this, that. And then I just saw, just got an emoji from Hoggle. Let's see what emoji it was. And then uh, uh, after an over, so I quickly managed to get it on at work. And yeah, we were two for three after one over. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a bit disappointing, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, this is the thing, isn't it, with, t- with 2020 cricket? Um Things can, you know, you, you can, you can, you can be way behind the eight ball very quickly in a in a, in a twenty twenty game and not have a, enough time, I suppose, to to kind of make it up, which has its benefits if you if you're the underdog getting on top early and you can really drive it home. But it has a real issue when in Scotland circumstance where I I mean, listen, I think Namibia Namibia are fantastic, a really nice, a really good team. I think there's there's some real quality there. Uh, yes, but we were, I do think we're, we were favourites to win that, and and we didn't. Um, and yeah, I think you, you you can you can look at it from the outset. It was obviously a disastrous start, losing I think was it three wickets in the first over. Um, I think I think that we could have recovered better in in a in a way as well. Um, it's easy to say watching though, isn't it? But but you know, if, I think if we'd had one thirty on, on the board, we'd have won. Um, because I think I think the team bowled very well that day, um, but but you know sides like Namibia, it's not like it's not like it was ten years ago where you could where you you know you could be behind and and you could get and you could sort of find target a fourth ball or fifth bowler and get you get your way out of trouble. Scotland got back in depth, but just lost wickets at important times. Leesky um, out at an important stage. Um, and, and, and ultimately, you know, we, we didn't, I think we, I mean, we didn't, we weren't all out or anything like that, but we just didn't have enough runs on the board and didn't get those early wickets. Namibia have got depth in the batting, um, and got over the line, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was obviously disappointing. Um, but do you remember the times, you know, this guy like Trumpelman and whatever, and Visa and, as the other seam of the Smith and people like that, they, they yep. can all ball over 80 miles an hour. I yeah. remember watching Scotland play not that long ago. I mean, less it was 10 years or so ago. And the attack was, and these are all fabulous people, fabulous, you know, great ambassadors for Scottish cricket, but Craig Wright bowling 68, Drummo bowling 68 miles an hour. And I, mean, I always think that maybe the speed gun was a bit dodgy back then, but, you know, a, a bit, a, 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 and, then, and then Gowd's maybe touching 75. And you're thinking, well, okay, nowadays Namibia have got a, a, a seam attack that's all over 80 miles an hour. Yeah. They've got quality spinners. That, that is it, Loftus, whatever his name is, the leg spinner. Yeah. Schultz. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're Schultz and these lads, they're, they're quality bowlers. They're quality team. You can't, you know, Scotland lost to Singapore in the qualifiers, you know. Yeah. Scotland lost to Namibia in the qualifiers, I think, as well. It's not like these are free rides. The only reason that there may be freer or easier games for the more established countries is because the established countries get so much quality cricket yeah. that they can just pull on that experience to get over the line. Yeah. That's my view. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're spot on, mate. You're spot on. I've just got a few notes scribbled down here. Where mm-hmm. the, so I haven't watched quite a like, few of the games now. So much depends on the start. I always mm-hmm. find. And yeah. because the... Because the matches, like if you if you if you're not playing at the early start, the matches it's almost like two halves. You're playing in daylight ish to start with, and then by the end you're finishing. It's pitch black and it's the dew's got in. Um, so when the ball was just doing a bit early doors and it was just it was like gathering pace off the wicket, wasn't it? It was coming on fast and it just cut. It. Majority of Trumpelman's wickets were just balls that have kind of moved a little bit yeah, and probably beating guys for pace potentially Richie maybe if there's LBW it's just just lined him up a little bit and got on him a bit quick but uh-huh. yeah if you look at it at 15-16 overs the scores were comparable we were I think we were 92 for 5 and they were 96 for 5 yeah you know what I mean and we've and like you say we've just folded it the wrong spell we did really well to rebuild it um yeah. The two guys that put put some runs together, Liski and Grievo, have rebuilt that innings from when Liski come in. Crossy got out fifty seven for five, and then they've they've taken us up to ninety odd for six. So it's just it was just that most important point in the game. If they could have got another ten 
balls out of Liski and Greaves that would have just probably got us to that 130, um, which might have been enough. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Liam. And, and, and I think some of this, again, comes down to at that stage in an innings, 15 overs, when, when that sixth wicket's going down, the boys are probably thinking about what's what's Pascal? What, what can we bowl at? And you're always trying to squeeze out that little bit more. Now, I know, Liam, you played with Michael Leesk. I played with him a long, long time ago. And you know what Leesk's like? He's always going for it. He's always going for it. He just makes me want to squeeze that little bit more, that little bit more. And, 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 and do you know what? If you play, and don't get me wrong, Michael's played a lot of high-quality cricket. He played at Somerset. He's obviously played over 100 times for Scotland now. But if you've played 20, 30 more games against quality top eight international teams, you just have that nous to just rein yourself in that margin to know, you know what, if we get 130 here, we definitely got a chance. Mm-hmm. Instead of squeezing out 140 and then getting out and then only getting 110. And, and, and that's what we're missing right now is, is, in my opinion, is just that experience. And don't get me wrong, there's a lot of experienced heads in the team, but it's experienced against quality that, that, that we just don't get enough of. Right, that and that that for me is 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 perhaps where where those issues are going. Plus, bubble life as well. Geez, these yeah. boys have been in a bubble for for a year yeah. for, for, for or it feels like a year. It's probably only a couple of months for them. But that's, <laughs> tough. that's tough. Some of them have got young families they're missing and all the rest of that. That can't be easy. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we we, we did show some real fight with the ball, um, mm-hmm. and we were we were right in the game. Um, but yeah, I'd, I would say. Certainly, as a team, I'm sure they would have targeted that as as the one as a as a good kind of chance of a win. Um, yeah, because after the Afghanistan result, it then leaves you New Zealand, India, Pakistan to try and uh, come up against without with with no wins on the board in the Super Twelve. So, yeah, yeah, this is disappointing. I'm sure the lads were gutted. A few things that, that I noticed in the game, uh, Peter, don't know if you noticed, but Costa looks like the world's worst spectator. Um, he was, I saw him, he was up and he was down and he was in people's ears and then he was down and he was speaking to the analysts and stuff. I just yeah. thought I could only, I'd like to chat to him and see, how did you How did you enjoy watching rather than uh, taking part? It looked like he was having a shocker there. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's a big loss as well, not having your captain for that fixture. Yeah. Um, and look, I don't want to sit here and sort of just keep making excuses for them because I know they'll be disappointed and I know they'll, and I know that they will... You know they're not beyond criticism because some of the ways they they got out at certain times, uh, it, it you know wasn't wasn't quite wasn't quite good enough, and they didn't quite take that opportunity. And it is hard in associate cricket because there are so few opportunities. And you know what, wouldn't it would have it would have made it more meaningful? But do you know what? They, I know it's big teams. You know, obviously playing New Zealand, having played New Zealand, India, Pakistan coming up, free rides though, aren't they? They're, they're absolute freebies um, as well. So. So, so, you know, let, the, I think that any defeat, you, you, the, 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 I know it's very, you know, stereotypical to say any defeat you can learn, you can take a lot from. And I'm sure they've, take, they've taken bits from that. The, the bottom line is that the quality of that contest, even though it was a low scorer, Scotland and Namibia, is far higher a quality of contest than it was, you know, 12 years ago even five years ago into, you know, and the talent on display, I think is, is very much, um, you know, co- you know, competitive and right up there in, in the upper echelons of, of global cricket. To be honest with you. Yeah. 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 I think, um, yeah, we'll go, we'll go on maybe, maybe the next pods about like takeaways and what Scotland mm-hmm. can, you know, can benefit from this tournament and what we've learned. But yeah, like you say, just by, experiencing this opposition this kind of high level this intensity they're only going to get better for it and hopefully the T20 World Cup next year I reckon they should all still be there for next year you'd, you'd be stupid to fall on your sword now with just yeah. knowing that in 12 months time you've got another one I, 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 could, I couldn't agree more and you know there is the, the, yeah the, the great thing is is that there's, there's some experience there and, and the next challenge isn't far away and it's really evident um, to me, they're a very united team. There's a real cohesion about them. There's a real trust in that unit. You can see it, the way they interact on social media. And that's probably worth highlight- highlighting, Liam. I would definitely say, I think the uh, social media from Cricket Scotland has been absolutely outstanding this, this, um, 
this um this World Cup that Twitter has been brilliant yeah. Instagram, I think it's been really, yeah. really good, really entertaining. Definitely. Um, really good. And and I think, you know, um I think we've got to trust them a little bit uh, as supporters. You know, I think there's been a lot of people saying, you know, we want to make knee-jerk reactions. Geez, we've lost in Namibia. Oh, what's Craig Wallace doing in the side? Listen, absolutely, you know, we know who said that. I think it was an absolute disgrace, completely out of order. Craig Wallace has, has sacrificed so much, in my opinion, to be a to be an international cricketer and played with people who were getting on hammering social media to to to, to criticize him. People who've been in his shoes. Listen, I'm not saying we shouldn't criticize Scottish players or, 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 or on uh, on Twitter because we're only human beings and you know they're athletes and we we support them and it's naturally knee jerk to, to criticize. But these aren't professional. These aren't like Premier League footballers. They're they're Scottish cricketers. They're punching way above their station. They're playing India tomorrow, who's in, uh, India's team earns millions and millions of pounds every year to play. I, I don't want to forecast what a cricket Scotland wage is, but I know it's not a lot, okay? And I'm not saying that that doesn't mean they're beyond criticism, but we've got to trust inside. I know people like Callum McLeod have been out of form, but trust the fact that this guy's a talented cricketer and, and we should be backing them where we can. Particularly people who've been in their shoes, they should be backing them as much as possible because they're role models. And I thought it was fantastic that Cricket Scotland have been highlighting on their Twitter the role models that we do have. Because people yeah. like Richard Richie Barrington... People like Callum McLeod, like Kyle Kutzer, who quite rightly is is OBE or MBE. I think mm-hmm, fantastic. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. these guys yep. deserve an immense amount of credit for representing our country in a minority sport and trying to bring it into the mainstream. And they're doing a fantastic job of it. Yes, they're not going to be perfect. Yes, they're going to have off days. But do you know what? The talent is there. The characters are there. The team's there. All they need is the experience that they're getting now, you know? And I yep. think that's a really good thing. Sorry, I went off on a... On, on my nah, mate, on so good, man. So good. It's good to hear you just talk um, freely and passionately about things like that. And well, obviously, the sports fans can't see this, but I'm nodding throughout that, Pete. And I'm sure everyone listening to it will be, will be thinking similarly. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot to be said for supporting your pals, mates, um, adversaries players that we play against regularly mm. because they're out there representing us at the end of the day. And yeah. I just don't I just don't understand why in this whole journey uh, the, there could be any negativity. Do you know what I mean? Are we going to go to the World Cup and, and get into the semi-finals? Highly unlikely. So let's just support them and celebrate the fact that they're there and they're doing well. Um, yeah. and like and, and like you say, you know, everyone's entitled to opinion. We're going to have a go. Um, we'll, we'll come back to that later on the show. Um, but um, yeah, good on all the lads out there. And if anyone's listening to it, good on you and, and keep up the good work. And Cricket Scotland, yeah, heads up, hats off to you. It's, it's, it's been real good. And it's good to see, do you know what? Obviously, all the backroom staff and stuff are there at the side as well, which I think is magic as well. Obviously, Kenny Crichton, if he can get himself on a, a television, he will. Um, and I feel for him when he's got to wear that shirt and tie because it looks like he's absolutely melting. But um, yeah, it's good to see them, the analysts, the, the boys that are also like you know, solely um, uh, in the background of a lot of stuff as well, who's yeah. now in, injured his hand and, and won't, won't play. But it's good to see that cohesion, like you say, and all the players there and running drinks and just being supportive. And even, I'll tell you another thing I noticed as well, Pete, in that game against Namibia, even when things were going so badly wrong early doors, everyone was pretty chill. Everyone was in the little bubbles chatting away. The guys that were out were obviously seething and sat in the dugout, but the rest of them were all pretty calm. Do you know what I mean? You saw Wattie, you saw Safi, they were all ready to go in and they were all pretty chill, which uh, which I think shows a kind of where they're at, that they weren't they weren't um showing panic. I'm sure they were feeling panicked, but they didn't show it. Yeah. Um yeah. so mate, on to the game against New Zealand. Um far better performance, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the thing about the New Zealand game is there's almost two schools of thought on this one, isn't there, really? Um, because and I think you've almost got to look at it. You, you can look at it as through the eyes of a professional um, or through the eyes of a, of a kind of casual cricket supporter. And, you could, and neither opinion's probably wrong, to be honest with you. You know, I think professionally, you know, you could say, well, 
geez, they got themselves into a position where they pro- probably could have stuck the, the foot on the throat and, and won the game, you know, um, because they only rolled up 15 runs short and they bowled probably too many wides. So they could have kept that total down. Um, it was 18 runs, probably. I, I can't remember. They lost by 18, 15 runs. It was 15 wides. Um, and you could say, well, they, could, they, 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 they leaked a bit in the field. If they kept that total down by another 15 runs, that, that, that run chase is a lot more manageable. In the middle overs, they were in a position where they could have kicked on and they didn't kick on. And you can say, well, that's not good enough. The strike rates aren't good enough. It's really disappointing. They got themselves into position. If they think that they are, you know, they, 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 they talk in terms of, of being on the same playing field as these teams, so they need to sort of drive home that opportunity. And I think it goes back, in my opinion, to I think that, that they are well matched. I think they're matched talent-wise, okay, within reason. Um, but but ultimately, experience experience at the top level um, is telling. You can't, you know, listen, somebody like Matt Cross there hitting four, you know, five fours and an over four of which were pretty glorious fours. And then he faces, I think it was at Southie, who's tucking him up in the 11th over can't get a ball run up run you know can't can't get him away and then cleans him up it's like it wasn't like he was looking to just to not score it wasn't like it wasn't like the intent was do you know what being within 20 is okay it, the way i was watching it it was just like the bowling's too fucking good to, mm-hmm. to, 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 to hit it for sixes and when and when new zealand loosened up a little bit leesky tapped in and and and, and 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 scored really well and okay yeah, maybe you wouldn't score like that if, if it was really close. But actually, you know what? With Michael, actually, he probably could because he, he doesn't really think too much about these things. Um, so I think for me, yeah, I can totally buy into that. Oh, it's frustrating. They could have been better. They didn't put the foot on the throat and, uh, and that side of things. But on the other side, do you know what? For Scottish cricket, this looks quite good from the outside looking in because Scotland did, did no harm. It wasn't like it was Gallia, Gallia, you know, you know, brave old Scotland just running up short and never looking like they were scoring. The way that Mark Watt bowled, that's on a par with anything anybody else did. The way that Michael Lees hits a clean ball was certainly as good as Martin Guptill, who hit that fabulous knock there. So for me, uh, you know, when people, and a lot of people these days, consume things in very small bite-sized amounts rather than watching the whole thing, the casual cricket observers looking at highlights of Matt Cross's five fours in an over, or Michael Lee's big sixes, or or, or Mark Watt bowling, and go. Do you know what? Scotland are pretty good. We need to give them more games, and hopefully, people in the ICC are looking at that and doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. I don't know. Having played with Lee a wee bit, and we seem to be talking quite a lot about him, but um, having dropped that uh, chance off a of Guptill, he'll have been he'll have been fuming. Eh? Mm-hmm. And I just had that like feeling of watching him go out to bat, thinking, you know, I'm giving it, I'm giving it the kitchen sink here, like he always does, to be fair. But yeah. you know, he would have had that little bit of incentive of like proving, not proving folk wrong, but you know what I mean, mm-hmm. showing that he, he is a top player. And you, you saw some of the shots. Now you can get through T20 and look at a scorecard and go, oh, yeah, three sixes, and some of those sixes can be pulling it with your eyes closed, top edge. Yeah. Over fine leg, yeah. But the ones that, the one that he got away, um, I think it was off Trent Bolt. He's pulled that arms extended, yeah, well in front of Square into the stands, and I was like, that's a shot. Like I don't know, yeah. having played it with him and against him, the noise he gets off that bat, I would have loved to have heard that in the stadium because it would have been so sweet going off the bat, um, especially sure. at the pace that Trent Bolt puts it through. Um, but we'll take you back. I'll take you back a little bit, um, and we'll talk about the the, the bowling. Um, he's brought yeah. Safi again. He's just a man for the big stage, and I think he's such a good bowler up top and at the death overs. But he's he's bowled, he's bowled his first two overs for two. He's two for two after yeah. two overs, uh, removing uh, Mitchell and then getting the the prize wicket of uh, Williamson. Um, what a bowler, what a player. An outstanding, you know, it's, it's fantastic. This is a golden generation, without a doubt, for Scottish cricket. Um, and and Safian Street's obviously been a massive part of that. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a... The thing with me, with, with our bowling, and I think this is why I've got... 
I can't help but, you know, maybe I'm at the eternal optimist, but I feel like it just, we've not had five bowlers bowl really well all in the same game. Yeah. I even, like, I even, if you go right back to the tail end of our summer when we were against Zimbabwe, I felt on, you know, we lost two of those three one-day internationals. And okay, on occasions, the batsmen batted very well. But there was a, there was times where Safian, for example, went for a few runs, actually, in one of the particular games. He couldn't get couldn't close it out. Same with that Evo. Sometimes he bowls really nicely up top or, or in the middle overs, and then he's, he sort of tails away and things like that. So... <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, Safian was fantastic, and 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 you know what, he really, I thought that was that was a really impressive performance actually at the tail end of the New Zealand innings when the, it looked like they could get two hundred, mm-hmm. and and oh, yeah. he 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 bowled some fantastic Yorkers, and yeah. they got they got the measure of the pitch. I actually think they tend to bowl pretty well on better pitches. Actually, Scott, mm-hmm. slightly mm-hmm. better paced wickets for some mm-hmm. reason. Um, but yeah, I thought he, yeah, he was he was he was fantastic. He's a great servant and, and does very very well. Yeah, yeah. I felt I felt for Evo because he's he's come in and it's like ego going bullet guptal. You know what I mean? And he's just <laughs> yeah. he's just probably yeah. got a hold of him a bit. Um, and his figures don't don't read well, but it's and he's bowled four wides. You know what I mean? So he's he's not had a good day at the office by his own accounts, but it's not easy going in uh, as having not played much cricket at all in the last what four or five, six games probably isn't he's even played. And no, then no. to chuck him in there. Um and like don't know I don't know how these guys feel, but like when you hear about it, like it's all getting well born in the nets and it's all getting well born there. But then yeah. when you get out into the middle and you're under the, the spotlight, it's a it's a different ballgame. Absolutely. And the thing about about Ali Evans is that on occasion you see it actually, and it's, I, I, you can never compare sort of you know World Cup cricket with the Eastern Premier League. But on <laughs> occasions, you know, Ali Evans will, you know, not you know, he, he'll get going. He'll have a naught for forty, you know, in ten overs, and another week he'll go five for five. You know, he's you know he's. I feel like he, he can be a bit like that as as a bowler, and and just on, on that occasion he, he's gone. He probably has not done done. You know, he's. Not, 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 not been great, but fine margins produce a completely different result, and um, and yeah, a difficult situation. And I, I note that Josh Davies out for the rest of the tournament now. So, uh, so whether or not he gets the nod for the next time, mm. or they go with the extra spinner, mm-hmm. very difficult though. I mean, if you're only going with two seamers, whoa, yeah. that's a gamble. Yeah, <laughs> Aye, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. The um, we might as well get it out right now. But the the Mark Watt loving. Um, he's both four overs, one for 13. Um, his figures the whole tournament are ridiculous. Um, I think he's got one of the lowest economy rates, certainly as the spinners, I think, only beaten by Rashid Khan and uh, Mujib, who's only played a few games. Obviously, Mujib's injured now. Um, but see as like someone who... He bowls the same as what I do. But uh, just the variations, man, and like... I think it's uh, Matt Parkinson. Um, yeah. Name drop, but what he dropped his name as well. Um, was asking about Bowmore twenty four yarders, but yeah, there was one that was outrageous. I don't know if you if you saw it, Pete, but he bowled it from. I'd say nearly the umpire. Like it was just like one two step, and then, and he's he's got himself a dot ball, but um, yeah, just the use of the crease, clever lad. Yeah. Um, bowls it quite flat doesn't really put an awful lot of revs on it but is just showing that he is he is right up there he is right up there as a left arm spinner With, without a doubt without a doubt Liam um, yeah it's it, it's fantastic to see and do you know what I, I really like about he he's I, I mean it, it has to happen it has to happen that he gets a, a county contract or, you know, gets a go in, in a... And I don't want to even... Call, I don't like... I've seen people, journalists mention, oh, he should be in a second-tier 2020 franchise competition. What is a second-tier? Ah, exactly. He could get a go in the BBL, genuinely. Why not? Absolutely. I mean, and, and I don't also... I, I'm also not a big... People say, oh, there should be one spot in each team. For, Aye, for an associate cricketer. Right. I'm not... Listen, just... He's good enough, actually. Do you know what? He's good enough anyway. Just give Absolutely. him a go. Teams have done that, did this in the past with the with the Afghanistani players. 
because people like Rashid Khan, he reinvented uh, leg spin with a bit of a, a, a different action. I feel like I don't want to give him too much credit because, you know, he's a, he's, he's a nail. As he messaged me, pointing that out earlier on. Um, and, you know, he's looking forward to Dinosonians again. But, um, but, but he is almost reinventing um, how to bowl left arm spin by just bowling, you know, varying your pace, varying weight. And I know people have done it in the past, but he's got a real... He's really worked it out, it seems. And people are looking at it and, and it's really, really standing up. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, and, and the thing about, the great thing about people like Mark Watt, he's a very infectious character. He's great. I imagine he's fantastic to have in that dressing room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great. And when people who are good people are having success in the team, that's, that brings out the best in the team. Um, and 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 it's I think it's fantastic um, that he's doing so well. And, and he's young. He's still young. And, and, yeah. and it's great for Scottish cricket because yeah, yeah. I think he he probably benefits. So I was thinking this, about this myself. And obviously, a lot of the cricket now, in, um, at a very highest level, a lot of it's analysts. A lot of them, a lot of them, um, work out each other's game plans pretty quickly. Know about exactly what other bowlers do. He maybe just as not taking anything away from Oi, made benefiting from just that little bit of um, less exposure. Probably not a lot of people have seen him. And in a, in a strange way, and I might be wrong, and I might be slagging off the elite players' professionalism, but do they really bother about Scott? Who's, who's, who's bowling from, for Scotland today? Am I going to really bother looking at all these clips and find out what they do with, and when they bowl this? And, you know, what's the position? Do they go wide the crease? When does he bowl? It's flat, you know, whereas they probably know loads and loads and loads about Adil Rashid, for example, but they probably don't know a lot about uh, Mark Watt. Um, so, Let's just hope, like you say, and it's not even, you know, like, yeah, take a chance on him. It's not taking a chance on him. It's just rewarding what looks like as a really good cricketer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I think, you know, it, with a lot of these franchises, I can't help but feel that uh, certain agents have, have, have got the kind of power over who goes and plays in these tournaments. And I, I, I don't know for a second who... Who, what his agent is, or if he if he even has one, but mm. uh, but yeah, I, I I think you're you're perhaps right to some extent. I do think that the analytics probably on him are are a bit more limited. But I actually think he's changed his game a bit. To be honest with you, I mean, he played at Derbyshire, he played at Lancashire mm-hmm. um, a few years ago, and and even noticing, I, bizarrely, I've, I remember playing against Mark when he was you know fifteen, and I you know mm. and, and 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 now. And, and I do think his game, you know, every year he's trying something new. He's always in the same way that for a while, everybody sort of, and I don't, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit ridiculous, not too ridiculous comparing him to somebody like Rashid Khan, but people could play him for a while because they've done a lot of analytics on him. And now he's reinvented his game again by just little tweaks here and there. I feel like Mark is still evolving his game. You know, for a while, he bowled very wide of the crease all the time then he's mm-hmm. obviously got this ball that he's bowling off 24 yards he bowls his quicker one is you know it's pretty quick and it, and, it, and it's a bit more common he bowls one off one finger you know he does all these other things yeah so so for me i think he's evolving his game to try mm-hmm. and sort of keep up with that a bit yeah even to be fair i don't know i think it was in one of the regional games he actually chucked in a leggy right. rolled a leggy um so maybe if you can get it to turn both ways you'll be playing you'll be playing the, the million pound contract soon yeah. Um, he's, still, he's still a nail, though. He's still yeah, nail. he's still a horrible jambo as well. Jeez, I know, horrendous stuff. Yeah, he's not. It's not all good news about him. Yeah. Um, right. I feel like we're giving it a total love in Pete, and we're very positive because that's what we are. We're positive people, and we like to back Scottish cricket. Now, there is yeah. usually a dark cloud on this podcast. His name is Matthew Parker. Um, and these are the abbreviated notes. Um, that Hoggy said about the New Zealand game. Uh, he said, armchair fans, read me and you, see that as a good game. That was a shit chase. And we bottled beating a full member in the Super 12s. So many dots through the middle innings. Thought we really had a chance when Munsey and Cross were going. Leesky's knock was immense, but chasing 15s is a total waste of time. We were never winning. Need to use him earlier to get ahead of the game. Um, so that was Hoggy, and I suppose that's maybe looking at through someone who has played at that level and maybe was just a really bit, maybe a bit disappointed, and um, that we didn't actually get uh, get the result on the day. I think mm-hmm. I, I did say I wrote down on my one was that it was, 
maybe just lacking belief in a little bit that we just, you know, did we actually believe we would get 173 to beat New Zealand? Not sure. That's... Look, I, 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 you could you could say I, I don't think it's a lack of belief because I think that the team, the players are genuinely pretty disappointed from what I can tell on social media um, about 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 the result. I, I think I think um, it's a lack of experience. I think I think it's about turning those dot balls into a strike rotation in the middle over and you in the middle overs and you kind of get that if you get to play five to 10 games a year against quality top eight opposition. I think it's great that we're playing against more games than usual against Namibia, against the UAE, against Ireland, hopefully against Holland. That's, that's great. Okay. But a, a lot of coaches will say that's great. You need to step outside your comfort zone if you really want to grow. And the ICC need to provide these opportunities now, okay? And I'm not saying they need to be playing England and India and Pakistan every week. But if we can get a little series, um, with a home series against some of these, against not even these teams, but Sri Lanka, West Indies, I know that New Zealand would probably be more welcoming of, of, of doing a tour like that. Um, Afghanistan, if you play them three, six, nine times in this calendar year, you're going to get better. You're going to be able to rotate the ball more in that in that in that middle part. You're going to get better. Step outside your comfort zone, which they want to do, and they will get better. Yeah, agreed, mate. Agreed. I've got um, a couple of nice things after the match. Uh, some social media that I've spotted. Um, so, what year? What year did you play up in Aberdeenshire, Pete? I, when I when I played for Aberdeenshire in 2006. Right. Okay. For, so so yeah, I, I I know what you're about to say. Yeah. Stonywood 0708. Cool. So you would have been there at the same time as Todd Astle. Yeah. But you would have been at Dice. Yeah. Cool. So yes, Todd Astle um, is for for those that don't know or don't remember him, he played a couple of years at Aberdeenshire, old leg spin and batted pool three top four. Let's say top four and was a lovely bloke. I actually trained um, whilst I was at uni there, so I used to rock up. I yeah. netballer. And uh, obviously, Crossy was there at that time as a young, as a real young lad, um, keeping in the one. So um, lovely to see that uh, photo of Crossy and Todd Astle there. Yeah, yeah. And it's just shows the quality of, of pros that we get in Scottish cricket. Yeah, you know? yeah. absolutely. Cool. And a further one, I don't know if you saw Crossy and Kane Williamson. Eh, sorry, Watty and Kane Williamson. Yeah, I did. Yeah. See, I did see that. I did see that. Both looking fresher faced. The pair of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I love to see that I love to see that a little bit of mingling with the players after the match a little chat maybe um, share a bottle of juice or a cup of tea or whatever but you know um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's the, good to see the players mixing and I suppose I suppose by their nature New Zealanders are quite unassuming but chilled quite, probably quite happy to go and speak to the Scottish boys um, I, I, absolutely absolutely and the, the, you know it's these sort of of course, they're going to take a lot from playing these teams on on the pitch. But the more conversations they can have with them, the better, you know, um, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think that that that, that that's obviously a, a, you know, it's a really good thing. It's really nice to see. It's really nice to see. Better to see these photos than seeing selfies with uh, Chris Gale after the the T Twenty uh, qualifier a couple of years back. Oh my God, Chris Gale, what is he still doing in this World Cup? By the way, he's like you know, he's 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 how old is he? About forty two. And he's uh, and, and he's just yeah. Has he got anything? And has he got a score of any kind? He didn't get a score today, did he? Nah, nah. nah. It's uh, who's selected that? Like, uh, yeah, Mental. it's bizarre. Right, yeah. P, we're getting getting uh, getting through it now, mate. So we have two games left: Pakistan and India. And like you said earlier, um, including the New Zealand game, these are free goals. These are um, no pressure. The odds are highly stacked against them. Um, there'll be good crowds, hopefully. Great environment to play. Um, what are we going to do, firstly? And, or sorry, the, the way to word it would be, what would you do differently? Or would you not change anything for these last two games? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good question. Um... I know there's been a lot of talk of, well, you should throw Leesky up the order or something to that effect. Um, 
I think for me, I wouldn't change the batting order personally. This is my view. I, I would I would stick to what you've got. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Munsey's due a big score. Uh, you know, there's one thing's for sure. He's more than, than capable at this level. Um, and, and 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 yeah, you know, obviously there's been a lot of talk of the likes of, of, of McLeod not scoring many runs. I feel like, listen, I don't, I think we're beyond the stage where people like, Craig Wallace is good, you know, and I think Craig's a, a fabulous bloke and a fabulous cricketer. And and Dylan Budge, they're both they're, they're professionals at the end of the day. We're not going to we don't give them a game just for the sake of it. And I know that there are boys out of form, but the reality is is that I feel I feel as if you, you know maybe I'm clinging to this hope that I feel like somebody like Callum McLeod is more has got a track record of delivering against. The, the top end you know here's a guy who's got 150 uh for, for sorry 100 odd for scotland against england against um a high quality leg spinner in a deal sheet so I, for me i think it's worth still sticking with mcleod now i wouldn't be surprised if they give budge or, or craig wallace a go though i wouldn't be surprised at all um and i think that they'd be they'd be they'd be good standards for me i feel like Whatever happens, I feel that there's a real trust in that unit that they will they will they will they will go well. Uh, do I think Leesky should go up the order? No, I feel like he personally. I feel like he's he's very capable. I think his job is down that that those last few overs, and I think the concern is against quality opposition. If we did lose a few wickets, Michael was up there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you how he'd get on with the bowling. There's obviously you know we've got will ever get another go. He might do. They might go. With, I think if they do, go, I wouldn't be surprised if they go with the extra spinner. I mean, uh, to hear, I think it's a, you know he's a, fa- a fabulous bowler um, and a real talent. And and I play, I've managed to play a game of cricket with him once upon a time. He's a lovely bloke as well. So you know, I'm sure he's patiently waiting as much as there's people itching to to, to get him with a hashtag start get Haroon or whatever Hamza Hamza sorry not his, uh, in, in the team. But I, I I I I you know for me I I think they'll probably um, I, I think they'll probably change and play the extra spinner. I don't think I, I wouldn't change the bat, batting for me, but you're going to tell me something different, aren't you? Maybe, mate. Yeah, it's just it's just opinions, isn't it? It's opinions. I just I just think Cloudy's really struggling, really struggling, and um, it must be not a great place for him to be. And I suppose almost like the. It's not going to be, but I think kind of like what where you were going with that is he is one of our best batters. There's no denying that, and you probably need to pick on paper your best team. But I just think with the the amount of cricket we've played and the form that he's unfortunately in, it's, it's maybe better. It's maybe better just to just for the last couple of games just to take him out of the line of fire and change it up a little and. Obviously, Michael Jones has come in now as well because Josh Davy is now out of the tournament. So it's, it's unlikely that Michael Jones would go straight in. Wouldn't surprise me if he did. But maybe let's maybe try Jones and Budge or Jones, Budge, Wallace or change it up a little. We've only got two games and we have nothing to lose. I think I think it might not be a bad idea. I think, you know, I do the stats usually, but you know, Calm scored twenty-seven runs in five innings. He's he's hit. He scored one four. Um, just doesn't look himself out there. I just think he's maybe just shot for the for the, for this tournament, and maybe maybe he'd be fine just to just to play a budge. Um, Wallace Jones mm-hmm. um, in there. Just... I'd I would like to see Hamza come in, and I would go. I would go four spinners. I would go Leask Leask to here. What Greaves and just play wheel, um, and and just go because why not? Why not? Do you know why not? Like you can get over. So you're not even playing. Feet. You're not even playing Sharif. You're not even playing. Sharif. Oh, sorry, Safian. Safian would be in there as well. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Safian would be in there as well. So, yeah, more more of an all rounder. But yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate that the the two sides that if if they did play uh, Hamza as an extra another spinner is. Probably the two teams most comfortable at spin, uh, especially in the sub subcontinent yeah. in Indian Pakistan. So that that that's a, a baptism of fire. But I'm sure I'm sure he'd love it. And there is a clamouring out there. I suppose is there a clamouring? Mm. 
I was surprised to see Haruna actually put something up um, about him. Is that right? I didn't see that. Yeah, so he put up, he, he tweeted uh, what his stats, and then the, the header was, if only we had another SLA, like slow left arm. Um, so it's it's a it's it's it's, it's subtle-ish, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's. I think we should change it up. I think we should change it up. I think we should have a go. And what's what we got to lose? What we got to lose? And I don't. I don't think anyone could grudge Budge Wallace Jones that additional batting space to to take um, McLeod kind of out of the line of fire. Um, but. Time will tell, mate. Time will tell, but I'm sure the players are looking forward to it. Um, another batsman, one a guy you know, Ollie. Um, have you yeah. have you heard much from him? How is he doing? Um, I, I've had the odd odd message from him. I know he's been watching an, an awful uh, lot. I'm sure that the you know, uh, I, I, he's probably obviously absolutely devastated. He's missing out on this, and he probably would have relished uh, ha- having a go at those uh, New Zealand batsmen. I always make a joke. Of him when, to him whenever, whenever, if, 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 if it's a Scotland defeat, I always say, Listen, mate, I've told everybody I know who doesn't follow cricket that they really miss hairs, you know, to, to sort of like me, you know, but uh, but no, I'm, I'm look, it, it, the good thing is there's another World Cup in a year's time, and um, and 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 so there is, and, and you'd like to think the build up to this next, the, the next World Cup, they're going to get a, a good few, few games. And they're going to get a good few opportunities. You'd, you'd hope, you'd really hope, in front of crowds even as well. So, so I'm, I, you know, I think he's probably got that to look forward to. Um, but it's good. There's depth there. Obviously, a lot of these guys are over over the age of thirty. But the good thing is, there's a lot of cricket World Cup tournaments coming up. So um, that bodes well. We can sort of produce some youngsters in the meantime, I suppose. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um... Right, I think I think uh, I think that's pretty much us. So just just before we finish, Pete, we'll uh, have a little chat. Obviously, we have touched on it, um, and basically, it's Twitter. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's been lots gone on um, and put on Twitter, which is um, which is great, good because at the very start of this podcast, we used to always say, as long as folk are talking about Scottish cricket, then. We're doing what we need to do. Do you know what I mean? It's out there and people are talking about it and people have opinions and it's great. Um, yeah. But Majid Hack and his Twitter, my word, like... You've gone for it. You've gone I have, because it. it's just... It's I just... It's just... It's, is it petty? It's not petty. Is it petty? Is it a chip, a chip on the shoulder? It's like... I think it's really sad. Yeah, really it is. Sad. It is like it's um, just disappointing. It's yeah. I'm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm glad of that? There's not an awful lot of support, and yeah. a lot there isn't many likes or retweets. And the one thing that the one thing that bothered bothered me a little bit is have an opinion and back up your opinion because if you have a look at some of the tweets. People put valid points to him, like, yeah. and he just doesn't reply. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so it's just like <clears throat> he just lays out this like ridiculous comment and then just leaves it there and and has no kind of supporting argument for it. Like, it's fine to believe these things and think mm-hmm. these things, but at least mm-hmm. at least kind of back it up. At least have a go back. Um, mm-hmm. And I suppose that's the marvelous world of of social media where you can just you can just put put these things out there, but. It was like the one like calling for Kyle to not to not be playing and drop and and it, I think it, the the way he worded it as well was something about um, Morgan when asked a question. Now you know how these things are worded. Yeah. Asked a question, you'd say you know um, for the benefit of the team, I would drop myself. Um, mm-hmm. You know if it, if, it, if it felt like there was a player or I was out of form or stuff. Now yeah. if the same question was asked to Kyle, he would give the same answer because why would you give anything different? He would say. Yeah, you know, I'm in no nick, um, and I'm absolutely droppable from this team. I don't need to play every game. Kyle would, knowing him, would would 100% have said that. Do you know what I mean? So it was just the way it was worded. I thought, why can you? How can you have a go at, at Costa, like the the bloke, the person, the human being? Do you know what I mean? And tag him in it during a World Cup. I was just yeah. like hands yeah. and heads moment. And then thankfully Kyle went out and showed what a top class player he is and got us through against the man. But yeah. 
absolutely no and i think you make such a, a, a um a good point liam and you know it, it's great as as you you point out you know there is a lot of talk of scottish cricket and it's great to see mainstream journalists talking about the quality of some of our players it's even great to see the likes of the icc putting little videos together about how grumpy matt cross is now i've only really ever played against him and he is an incredibly grumpy man um but uh yeah i, I think um i think that's great to see i think for me the big issue look there's been plenty of times where i've i've beat Listen, I'm not an angel on Twitter by any account, but, you know, I, I like to try and measure personally when I'm putting tweets out there. Um, if I'm criticising something, I know it's, I know, I, you know, I know I'll often criticise things like the government and bits and pieces like that, yeah? But I don't want to criticise Scottish cricket. I'm, I feel quite close to Scottish cricket. I feel like there's, 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 there's these guys are sacrificing an awful lot to, to, to be in, in, in uh, the position that they're in and they're doing an awful lot of good um, in many respects. And listen, they're not perfect by any stretch. I think it's really sad when you look at somebody like Magic Hack, who is without a doubt, um, you know, one of Scotland's most well-known uh, former internationals um, and has put on some outstanding performances as a cricketer over his time. And he's played with a number of these players. And I think for me, as you say, opinions are fine, right? But you've got an opportunity to be a role model and you've got an opportunity to grow the sport in this country. And you've got an opportunity to, and I'm not saying you need to be positive the whole time, but there's no point. What's the value in, 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 in as you say, tagging Kyle Kurtz, who you probably played 100 games of cricket with, telling him he shouldn't be playing? Well, you know, you've, you've played with Craig Wallace, you know, putting up statistics, which in a kind of barbed way demonstrated that he had a better batting average than, 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 than Craig is, is, is kind of bizarre and mental. Uh, it, it's just, it's very odd. And, and I think I'm, listen, I'm certainly, you know, and I think me and you both have not got anywhere near, anywhere close to the Scottish cricket circles. And I, I, I appreciate some of the conversations in those circles at certain points in time have probably been quite difficult. And some of them have been, quite quite challenging them and, and as a result some people get scarred by those sort of circumstances okay but that doesn't mean to say that you shouldn't be aware of the environment the environment right now is that we Scotland are playing in a global tournament where our funding our existence is essentially semi-professional and we are playing against teams who are far better now I know the players believe that they can compete at that level right okay but that doesn't mean to say we should treat them in the same way as one million pound plus franchise global superstars. We need to support them. And one day, hopefully, they will become global franchise superstars. And then you know what? They're, I'm not saying they're open to more criticism then. But, you know, with that money does come those, that, that sort of criticism. But it's really sad to see somebody who's been such a, a you know, a, a well-known person in Scottish cricket criticize criticize players and I did bite eventually on them because I just think come on come on leave it out leave it out is it is it really worth it is it um and, and I think you know his response in a bizarre way was to talk about self-awareness and I'm going to continue to be like this and it's just like have a look at yourself reflect reflect on yourself have a think because it, it it's not doing you any favors it's not doing the game uh any favors in this country that's 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 my piece on it yeah, mate, yeah, we've said it. It's been said. It's been said. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's had yeah. all the plaudits. He, 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 you know, was a real good player. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a shame. And like, yeah, just a, we'll not spend too much more time on it, mate. We'll move yeah. on. But um, yeah, mate, that, that brings us to the end of the pod. Um, it's been a joy. It's been a, mm -hmm. been a pleasure to have you on, mate. And hopefully for the sports fans out there, it's not been, not been too bad about... Uh, about Hoggy on board. Um, yeah. This is the 25th episode, so it's a quarter century. So we'll be um, putting out some mugs to you lucky sports fans. And um, we do have uh, our Twitter following. I think we're, um, we've uh, reached a massive 426 followers now. So we're, I think, behind like um, TMS, we're like the next the next biggest cricket podcast. Yeah, I would agree. I wouldn't surprise me. It really would. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, so we'll we'll get that done, and uh, we'll get some mugs out. We'll get some kind of what, what are you thinking tomorrow, Liam? What 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 do you think the result's going to be? Yeah, um, 
going to be defeat, isn't it? Like, realistic, it's, it's going to be defeat. I can't, just can't see us um, matching them. Your thoughts? Um, look, the, I think, you know, the best way... that we, we've got, You've always got a chance in 2020 cricket. You've always got a chance. I'm not saying they're going to win, but for me, success, again, would be if we could get, if we could stick some runs on the board, get 150, 160, um, and just put that complete bowling effort together. Um, it would be fantastic. I can't help but think after all this praise of Wattie that he's probably going to go for 50. And <laughs> yeah. Coley, his, uh, his bunny's going to whack him around the park. But <laughs> wouldn't it be great if he got him out? Wouldn't it be great if there'd be a few moments? Wouldn't it be great? Because, for, 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 you know, the, the, India have got such control over global mm. And you worry that actually if Scotland were to beat India and that would put them out of the World Cup, there would be a kind of format change. And, uh, and, and, and and Scotland won't be allowed in the next World Cup. Or <laughs> yeah. um, but but wouldn't it be just fantastic? Because, you know, we've put ourselves on the map uh, as, a, as a cricketing country beating England a few years ago and obviously um, continued to do that with the result against Bangladesh. And I'm, of course, there's been disappointing results since, since, since then. But you know what? One more great result. That would really, really send some, 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 some messages out there. That will be played over and over again. Although actually, probably... The ICC commentators, they they probably want it want it blacklisted. It'll be like uh yeah, I don't know, it'll be like it'll be, be, be banned be banned from, from ever being shown again. But yeah. you know, we'll, we'll all we'll, fingers crossed. I I'm 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 over the optimist. Um yeah. but if they all stick it out there, and I know they will, you know, then then who knows, who knows, you know? Preston Preston Momsen will be thrown out of his hotel room and, and also <laughs> sorry, be chucked chucked out of the comedy box. He'll be yeah. on his way home. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, mate. All the best to all the lads that are out there, and um, fingers crossed, mate. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great? Dare to dream, mate. Dare to dream. Why not? Why not? Oh, man.